Hey, I'm John. And I'm Becky. And this is the We Are For Good podcast. Nonprofits are faced with more challenges to accomplish their missions and the growing pressure to do more, raise more, and be more for the causes that improve our world. We're here to learn with you from some of the best in the industry, bringing the most innovative ideas, inspirational stories, all to create an impact uprising. So welcome to the good community. We're nonprofit professionals, philanthropists, world changers, and rabid fans who are striving to bring a little more goodness into the world. So let's get started. Hey, hey. Welcome, J-Mac. Hi. Have you called me J-Mac on this podcast? I haven't called you J-Mac on this podcast yet, which is shocking. It was like my prolific nickname for a very long time, too. Long time. I'm bringing (laughs) it back. You can still call me (laughs) (laughs) J-Mac. I'm going to make it start trending. So thanks for hanging with us on Fridays. We love these little conversations we get to have. It's nice to get together and we've kind of sunsetted our uh, values, but they're very much a part of what we're still doing. <laughs> we didn't sunset them. We're going to just still amplify them. We have them. tied them up with a beautiful <laughs> ribbon and now you will see them infused in everything that we talk about. Exactly. But we really wanted to kind of ramp up to 2021 and by getting our hearts and our minds in the right place to pivot for next year because... I got a feeling we need to uh, dig our heels in. We are going to be in this for a while, folks. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening, it's about 40 days till the end of the year. And I think all of us have been like, if we can make it through 2020, then X is going to happen or something magical is going to be different. And I think the reality is we're still going to be trudging through a lot of things and trying to still figure things out, you know, as an industry and as people about what is our new reality. And so it's time to like, turn our focus inward and say, who do we need to become? What are these mindsets that we need to really activate within us so we can not be blindsided? Yeah. And it just made sense that the first mindset that we would start to explore is bravery because this is a brave new world that we are living in. There is absolutely no playbook unless there is one in an old library from the 1918 (laughs) Spanish Spanish flu. flu that we just don't know about. But you know, there is no playbook by which we are going to operate. And so we see that our future is going to be staying around. Um, This new normal is going to be um, the path that we're going down. And so we, we really wanted to talk about how do we look within ourselves and find new ways to pivot? How do we take this as an opportunity to grow, um, to disrupt, to adapt, and to repeat it all over again? Because I think of what a lot of us are seeing in the industry right now is the nonprofits that are floundering and those that are thriving. And the ones that are thriving are the ones that are reaching for bold vision. They're bravely going into new spaces and uncharted waters. And really that's what we want to explore today. Yeah. And then so piggybacking on that, we're talking about mindsets for you as an individual and us as people. But I think too, we're talking about mindsets of the organization and maybe those are called values, Mm -hmm. you know, at some degree, but I think 2020 has been interesting because what is the old adage that we always talk about? If you don't evolve, you're going to die. And that's, we always talk about Blockbuster. Poor Blockbuster, Poor right? Blockbuster. They just get like Poor so Kodak. like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the two examples that everybody talks about. But isn't it true that it's like this year has, has almost been like a life cycle of a Blockbuster? Yeah. It's like if you didn't choose to pivot and adjust and figure out how to deliver your mission this year already, then you are already, what, gone? or Behind on the, the eight ball. Behind the eight ball or hurting, you know, severely hurting. So, um, I think that we want to do here today is really talking about embracing this idea of risk and bravery, 
But the way we can do that and have the most peace knowing that we're stepping into that kind of uncharted unknown is getting super aligned with your core values because it gives like a foundation for the stepping out. And I think that's true as we look back and kind of talked about different stories in our life this year, kind of prepping for today, but also just as an organization, like if you're going to have to make bold moves to preserve your mission and to deliver on whatever promise is to your community or to the people that you're serving, you've got to be firmly, firmly planted on your values because the way that the mission's delivered is all up for grabs. The way that you raise money, it's all up for grabs. Who says you have to have a hundred people sitting down at lunch to raise money. Like the world is a bigger, beautiful place. It doesn't have to be done that way, but the mission doesn't change the way we do it. I love how you've talked about that because I even think there's an opportunity here because I think risk is not innate for most of us. Um, and it's not for me, (laughs) I can tell you (laughs) that in trying new things is difficult. And there are lots of us who are going to be sitting in our organizations and we're looking around and there's things that have been done the way they've been done for, you know, 30 plus years or or possibly even longer. But those are the things that are rife for disruption. And I think that the opportunity that exists is, wow, we could actually get back to what we call like the heart of worship. We're going to get back to the heart of mission. We might be able to drill down and get to know um, our donors, our patients, our students, our theater goers, our environmentalists, whoever they are. We want to get to know their hearts. We want to know where they're at. And it's going to create an amazing two-way street for us to start having natural conversations that will evolve into bigger and better communication bigger and better programs, bigger dreams. So that's really what we want to talk about is using bravery to leverage and launch your dreams and do things that are bigger than you could have ever imagined. So, And it's going to require to show up bravely, <sighs> you know? So let's take a deep breath. <laughs> and this wasn't, we, we've put together some of our best tips for having a bravery and cultivating a, a bravery mindset. But I think one of them truly is breathing, you know? Oh my gosh, that wasn't I mean, in there, but I do think that's a good one. It wasn't in there, but, you know, we got to spend 10 years of our career in healthcare, and there was actually a physician who was in the mental health space that was like the most Zen guy, Dr. Morali Krishna, that always told us oh, to Dr. find Krishna. your breath, you know, to stop and be mindful. And I think there's been a lot of talk about this this year, which is great because I think all of us have slowed down. But seriously, breathe. Like it's going to help. Mindfulness is so important. And actually self-care is one of our, is one of our tips here. And that is where we need to go. We need to be really intentional about what we're doing, um, not only for organizations, but for ourselves too. Absolutely. So you want to jump into some tips? Yeah, we've got five tips here to having a bravery mindset. And John, do you want to take the first one? Sure. The first one is speak up and don't just speak up, but speak up by living in vulnerability. Um, you know, we've all been present when people just speak up without the emotional <laughs> intelligence <laughs> to read the room of when that's appropriate or to come across in a way that's really not helpful and you become white noise, right? But embracing your vulnerability, and this is something that, that has been talked about on the podcast, I'd cite a couple of episodes that I think would be really helpful in just kind of applying this, but Crystal Cherry, you know, brought up the topic of if you're in an opportunity to speak to a room that is incredibly um, 
what's the word? I was thinking intimidating. Intimidating. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. If you're intimidated, embrace that vulnerable moment because people want to connect with people. And that has been the the source of that this year, right? I love getting on a Zoom call and someone's house is a complete wreck behind them because <laughs> we're there together, right? And everything's not perfect, but it's relatable. But this is your imperative to speak up where you see injustice, speak up where you see something that's happening in your organization that's not aligned with your mission, this is the chance to change it and you need people that can bravely speak up. And so look for that. I think you can be passionate without being intense. And so, of course, we're going to ask, you know, to think about how to do it kindly because you have an important voice and an important viewpoint to bring to your organization and to your world put your values in there. And if your values align with your mission's values, it's incumbent upon you to live that and say that you're holding it up. So the second one, of course, I would put this down, (laughs) is the power of the pen. pen. So I think a lot of people, especially, I I definitely this way, process through our fears um, very differently. And I think putting down the things that you're afraid of down on paper, um, talking about your goals, um, to be more brave requires some intentionality. And so if you're worried about starting a new program, if you're worried about confronting your boss about something that's been bothering you, maybe because you're, um, you know, not actually in person in the office and everyone's kind of scattered to the winds as they're socially distanced, I think it would be helpful to just sit down process through those fears, list out those goals and journal your feelings down on paper or maybe a Google doc or your iPhone, whatever it is. Cause not only is this going to allow you to process what's plaguing you, but it's also a powerful tool that you can look back on and chart your growth and your resilience. And I just think having little baby step wins kind of gives us a little more confidence to be a little bit bolder. And you see your toe kind of inching more into the circle and you can go into those spaces. So if you're not someone who is, um, considers yourself to be brave, maybe that would be a good starting point to talk about where you want to start and where your goal would be to finish. I love it. And we've talked a lot about self-care. So I'd say number three is practicing self-care. Um, not too long ago, we talked with, uh, Dr. Amanda Burke And she brought out some serious truth. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and find it. But a lot of us really wrestle with imposter syndrome. And if you think about bravery, especially in the workplace, it's hard to be the youngest person on the team. It's hard to be new to a job that you maybe don't have experience doing. But she helped us and coached us through this, which I think was such great advice of that that is just a story. And that's fine that that story exists. It's fine that that's there but you have to acknowledge that it's a story so you can put it back on the shelf and you can move forward. And so I know I have had countless, I mean, so many times throughout my career of just feeling like this couldn't be, this isn't the space for me. Like I couldn't be in this position to be actually having to make this decision or lead this group of people or show up in this way or make this ask, you know, but you can't, rely on your emotions and you can't rely on these storylines that we've created because there's a reason that you're there. There's a reason that you've been put in this place of responsibility and you just got to step into it and embrace it. And it gets easier. Yeah. It does get easier. Yeah. I love that one too. Um, our fourth one is do something fun that you stink at. (laughs) (laughs) 
Isn't yours karaoke, right? Mine is totally karaoke. And I have horrible performance anxiety, which (laughs) is hilarious to people who know me because I could speak in front of a group of 10,000 people and not bat an eye. But, you know, I had my first panic attack of my life, my senior year of college, when I went into my piano jury, I was taking (laughs) piano for non-majors. And I thought, oh, this will be fun. I took piano for like eight years as a kid. Like, surely I can pick this up. There were two people in that room. (laughs) These sweaty palms. I forgot everything. It's like, I, but I needed to do that. That was something so out of my wheelhouse. And it really kind of gave me legs to do something else. Because if you really think about bravery, it's a muscle and you just have to keep flexing it to get stronger and stronger. So find something that you completely stink at and go try it. And again, we're going back to that vulnerability component. And it's really about trying something new. And I just think things become less scary when you're consistently tamping down the fear of the unknown of what would happen. What would people think? You know, I can assure you that my professor and his assistant professor were judging me mightily as (laughs) I was judging me in that session, but it's okay. It kind of gave me legs, a stronger leg to go out and do the next big thing. So good, Becky. So I think the last one is that bravery is empowered through community. And I'm sorry if we talk about community too much, but we just really mean when we do. It really is everything but you're going to feel so much less alone when you're doing things together with a community of people. You know, what is that? Find a mentor? Is it find a running buddy? Is it asking somebody to partner with you on a project? I know we used to love just pulling together a diverse group of people to have creative brainstorming sessions, bring different opinions to the table, bring different people together. Because when you do things together, it's a lot, a heck of a lot less scary. And so embrace and lean into that community. We have a community here. If you don't have people plug in, or even if you do have people plug in here, because you're welcome here, you are welcome here. And we want to walk through these journeys together as we try to figure these things out. So those are our five and they're really simple little hacks and they kind of seem like, um, like they would be intuitive anyway. But I think unless you're intentionally walking toward understanding that, something unknown is coming at us. We don't know what it is, but it's going to require us to have an uncanny sense of courage to kind of walk through these um, unknown times. I think it's really going to help. And we're telling you, we're giving you permission today that it's okay to be scared. You know, let, let that fear come in, acknowledge it, and then just let it go. Because one of the bravest things we can do is embrace something that we're scared of, whether that's like public speaking running a marathon or, I mean, I'll share mine. I mean, I did something which I would characterize as incredibly brave this last weekend. And I have had a mental health crisis in the last year. And for the first time ever, I spoke about that very publicly and on a podcast. So proud of you. Thank you. I, I really feel passionately about breaking down the stigma of mental illness, but it's like, we need to embrace those things that we're scared of because I think fear is bravery's nemesis. I love that. And it it's just so attempts to drown out our courage and tell us what we can't do. It tells us that we're not strong enough, that we're not good enough. And to me, it's like the little devil on your shoulder. And <laughs> bravery is to me the angel. Like it's the, I'm not going to listen to you. This may not turn out perfectly, but I'm going to go for it. And if we can just shift our mindsets a little 
to know that we're going to be in an uncomfortable space, but it's going to be okay. And perhaps we might come out of it better. I just think there's so much hope in that and promise. I love it. Can we end with a really powerful quote? I heard this quote the other day and I always say we try to be apolitical. So I want to be very uh, upfront with the fact that this is Catherine Biden. This is Joe Biden's mother. I heard this um, on social media and I just thought it was one of those powerful mom wisdom nuggets. And she says, bravery resides in every heart and someday it will be summoned. Wow. Bravery is calling your name. 2021 is on the horizon. We are summoning you. How are you going to show up? Show up. Be bold. Be confident in yourself. Align those values. Find your true north and run toward it. You will not be disappointed. And if you need some support, come back here. We're here to lift you up, and so is this community. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you feel inspired to do the hard work to grow, adapt, and disrupt your mission through risk-taking, listening, and innovating. Now repeat, our missions are worth it. Did you know every week we share our best roundup of content, freebies, and notes heard on each episode? Head over to weareforgood.com slash hello to join our mailing list, and you'll hear from us weekly with resources and tips to help you do more for your mission. If you loved what you heard today, would you stop what you're doing and hit subscribe? It really does help more people find us and join our good community. Thanks, friends. I'm Julie Comfer, our producer, and our theme song is Sunray by Remy Borspoon. Thanks for being here. Rabbit fans have always powered the We Are For Good podcast, but now Rabbit fans can get even more goodness and access by joining Good Friends. It's our listener support community for the We Are For Good podcast. Good Friends comes with perks, exclusive episodes with John and I, including The Good Brief, our new monthly cliff notes of the greatest takeaways and lessons learned from that month, and exclusive AMA episodes where we answer your burning questions and tap our community of experts. Join now or learn more at weareforgood.com backslash friends. We can't wait to see you inside. That's weareforgood.com slash friends.